sounds like I'm crying. It's because I am. Being a beginner is so frustrating. I managed to delete the entirety of my first episode off of my computer. All the music, all of the audio files, all of it is gone. I can see it, but I can't access it. This is first-hand listening to what it's like to be a beginner in something. We don't really talk about how frustrating it is. <laughs> I just spent so long sitting, crying. I called my boyfriend. Obviously, he couldn't do anything over the phone except provide moral support. But this is that process. I'm new to having a podcast and I'm learning a lot. And the learning curve is steep. I just have to figure it out. That's kind of how all learning works. We just have to figure it out. And as I posted on the blog the other day, you know, you're you're kind of alone in that process of figuring things out, right? You can ask for help. You can call people. You can Google as much as you want. But really, at the end of the day... It's on you to figure out how to be a beginner in things and how you roll with the punches. And the thing about being a beginner is that it's about learning how to adapt. You have an issue, how do you fix it? You're learning something new, how do you get better? That's what we're here for. That's what we're here to celebrate. And now that my entire audio file is gone from the first episode, I'm doing a lot of learning. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of learning. Okay, so thanks for bearing with that introduction. Now, I'm Claudia Bierman, and you're listening to The Beginner's Project. In case you're just finding us, The Beginner's Project is a podcast and a blog where we work to uncover what it means to be a beginner. Thanks for tuning in. Social media has tangled its way into our daily lives, whether we like it or not. For me, personally, I pretty much just use Instagram. But whether you are deep into Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, whatever, doesn't matter. What matters is that it's everywhere we look these days. We're trained to just keep scrolling on our phones, and sometimes it's really hard to look away. I get sucked into all sorts of rabbit holes on my phone, on YouTube, and in that process, I'm always finding and seeing people that are thriving. They're living their best and their happiest lives. And that's the whole point. We've heard it before. The lives people post about are only fractions of their real life. They're just snippets. It always looks like everyone is an expert. Perfect. An absolute natural. Whatever adjective you want to use. That's what it always appears to look like. 
So we train ourselves that this is really the only thing that we should be striving for. Because everyone else is doing it, why shouldn't we? I find it really hard to pull away and remind myself that it's okay to start something new. I see my friends or acquaintances doing crazy ski tricks or a friend posts a photo of a beautiful watercolor painting. I have that knee-jerk reaction. Damn it, I want to do that too. But it's going to take way too long before I can even show it off. It's that reaction that's damning to being a beginner. And it's the part of the process that's pretty dangerous. Sometimes what I'm doing or what I choose to do, as vulnerable as this is to admit this, is that I want to learn things to be able to show it off to other people that I'm excelling. And of course, I'm not advertising to the social media world or on Instagram that I am receiving rejection after rejection as I try to apply for jobs in my post-grad world. And of course, I didn't post that my sweater that I knit has about 30 different holes in the back and on the sleeves. Because just like everyone else, I'm striving for that perception of being an expert. It almost feels like there's this collective quote-unquote shame of being a beginner. As if in the social context, you shouldn't advertise being a beginner, because that would mean that you're just probably kind of bad. And it's not fun to show off to the world that you aren't excelling with something, but if we reverse that, what an absolute shock to the social media system and the social media sphere that would be if people stopped sharing this quote-unquote perfection and stopped striving to have the next viral TikTok. And instead, swapped that out with demonstrating their process of being a beginner. (laughs) Really, I'm just so curious about other people's processes of being a beginner. That's why I wanted to start this whole show to begin with. It's a side we don't see, and we won't see, unless we begin talking about it. Ironically, I was mindlessly scrolling on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and I came across a post from a friend I went to Whitman with. He posted a series of photos of drawings he did, the primary photo, the first one, being the finished product, and as you swipe through, you could watch the piece come together. His caption was essentially this exact thing I'm talking about right now. Why do we always look around and compare ourselves to others and focus on the end product rather than focusing on starting. I reached out to him to chat about just this. Coming up is that conversation. Stay with us. Just to begin with, do you mind saying your name and uh, what you're doing these days? I'm Scott Nonweiler. What I'm doing these days, I'm kind of in between jobs, but thinking about a multitude of things. Um, but, you know, moving forward, probably either doing some instructing for Knowles or looking at med school for psychiatry. I've just, I've been really curious. I've been asking everyone that I've 
been touching base with about this project just to hear as many answers as possible but can you just explain to me what you think it means to be a beginner well yeah that's very open-ended <laughs> uh i mean i think it's easier to just say like what it starts with at least for me um you know beginning is like an acknowledgement of the very very many possibilities that your life has you know um and also it's like an acknowledgement of being exactly where you are so it's kind of weird like that i think that for me i'll end up getting bogged down in these expectations of where my life should go and what it should be and what i should be doing you know and that's what i was thinking about right before this and yeah you know if you acknowledge um simultaneously like what what you can be but not expect yourself to be that i find that you just start beginning and you start doing the things that um you've wanted to do but haven't really felt comfortable doing or um i try to not say should but maybe should have been doing all along (laughs) i want to reiterate that again what scott just said he said that to him being a beginner is an acknowledgement of exactly where you are. I think that's a really powerful way to describe the mindset that being a beginner can be. And I think it's like a big societal misconception where, you know, we look at people who specialize in, you know, one thing or make their career out of one thing and and it gets made out to be something that they've always been doing, right? And, you know, there's no recognition of that beginning and, you know, that starting the whole thing. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I try to think about. It's just, it's more of a mindset. Do you mind reading some of that caption that you wrote? Okay, the caption. Um Yeah, I said, I've been thinking a lot about art, beginnings, and social media lately, and I always find myself, I always find my thoughts coming back around to the self, our conception of ourselves, the way we talk to ourselves, and how we believe that others perceive us, and how we perceive others. So for me, I spent, and sometimes still spend, a lot of time looking at others and what they do, and focusing on their end product. So mastery of a sport, or expertise, or what I perceive to be audacity. And I don't really acknowledge that every single person just started with something small and quote unquote unimpressive. I come along and I see the finished product, you know, often on social media and I just knee jerk reaction is to say, why can't I do that? Or why haven't I done that? And that thinking is really crippling because when you talk to yourself, like that your conception of yourself is then automatically centered on inadequacy right so paradoxically you then don't begin you don't create and you don't even believe that you can and you get a self-fulfilling prophecy of that belief that you can't do it and that you can't make something like that and that you're that you aren't good enough your belief that you aren't good enough becomes fulfilled not that you actually aren't good enough But yeah, the only way to break out of that negative feedback loop is compassion, self-compassion, which is really hard. And 
reassurance and also, you know, talking to yourself the way you talk to others and also talking with others so that you can see how others talk about yourself. So it's something that's hard for me, hard for everybody, but I think I'm getting a little bit better at it. <laughs> Is it easier to uh, get that confidence and to get that compassion from other people or to tell it to yourself? Yeah. I think that my default mode is definitely to work on my perception of things on a personal level and from my end. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's easier for me to give myself that compassion. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, when I do, like, obviously it's easier to go and talk to people when you're around a bunch of people, right? And it's not a pandemic and you haven't just graduated from college. Um, but, you know, when I am around people like that and I can talk with, um, you know, the people that I care about and I feel like connect with pretty deeply, um, I, feel, I find that that self-compassion comes a lot easier. So it's one of those things where like, you know, to do it yourself, you only need yourself. So there's a lower barrier of entry, but then it's, there's some things that you can't really work through without other people's perspectives. Transitioning forward just a little bit, in what ways do you think social media hampers or hinders our confidence to be a beginner? Yeah, I think that the big one and, you know, the reason that I delete the app um, is that you have this, you know, metric, the number of likes, number of comments, all that garbage that, you know, in, in some ways it's really nice because you can see when people really appreciate something, but at the same time, you know, I think that that approval from others often comes from what they're looking for from your profile, right? And so when you're trying to start something new, you're doing something that's, it doesn't really align so much with their conception of, of you as a person and what you're going to be doing, right? It's, it's much more complex than that when you start getting into this individuality sort of thing. And I find that people, you know, don't like stuff as much. And, and when you get bogged down in that, when you start caring about that, I mean, it's, it's hard to not care, right? Because if you didn't care what other people think, then you just don't really feel anything. But, you know, when you, when you get too hampered by thinking about what other people want, uh, then you just kind of pander to, to others and not to yourself, right? And then you don't begin anything new. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that there's any instance in which somebody, you know, starts something new and you're just immediately accepted and everybody loves it. And, you know, it's like super simple like that. It doesn't really feel so much like you're beginning if you're just doing it in your room and not telling anybody about it. Right. Um, so, like, of course, there's going to be something else there. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like. And then one of my next questions was about like being a beginner in a social context. Like you're saying, you don't really feel like you're a beginner unless you tell, if you're just in your room, you know, like quietly doing something like yeah. until you start telling people, <laughs> well, which, is a, which is a super strange concept. And so th I feel like the, like the social context and the social media starting to be a beginner, like those three things all come together because like you were saying, like no one is excited to like get onto social media publicly announce that they are like 
opting to be bad at something. Yeah. You know, like they're not going to announce it until like you begin and you figure it out a little and then you can start kind of publicizing, if you will. Yeah. What do you think it means to be a beginner in a social context? Like, how do you come out about being a beginner? <laughs> <laughs> how do I confess my deep secret that I'm a beginner at heart? Yeah. You know, I think that what I said earlier about mindset and acknowledgement of, um, I mean, I don't know if I gave it explicitly in these terms, but, you know, I think that being a beginner at its heart is an acknowledgement of your own self-worth and an acknowledgement of the fact that like you, you know, with that self-worth, you're valuable enough to take up space and to take up space doing things that people, you know, may or may not enjoy. Right. Because I think it's easy to attach your self-worth to the product and to its reception. Um, but if you have that, you know, perfect mindset, uh, already figured out, which nobody does, um, then you can go out and do anything and, and not really care what other people think about it, you know? So coming out and how it's a social thing to, to come out and be a beginner. I don't know. I mean, I think that there's a number of ways in which it can like manifest, there's social media, right? Where it's, you're like, okay, normally you just follow me to see pictures of my face, but here's a picture of something else, right? I don't know. That's, that's almost more, it's, it's obviously more impersonal, right? Because you're not sharing it with people who you've cherry picked and have said, I'm comfortable with you seeing this. And at the same time, because of that, I think it's a lot harder uh, in some ways. I think another way in which you can begin in a social setting is just, you know, I think about Stuart, who we both know, and Stuart writes a lot of songs on guitar, and, you know, we've played guitar together for a long time, and I, you know, just for whatever reason decided to write a song, because I was bored and sitting in my house, and, you know, talking with Stuart, I was like, hey, Stuart, can I, like, you know, sing this to you? It's very unfinished it's very not that great. And, you know, and with close friends like that, of course, you're going to get that support and it still feels uncomfortable, but it's a, a much more accepting space to do it. The last thing I wanted to ask Scott at the end of our interview was to see what he is a beginner in right now. I found myself asking pretty much everyone that I come into contact with in my day-to-day -day life what they're a beginner in. And it's been so fun to hear everything that people are starting. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, coming out of college, it's, it's tough because there's so many things that you can do. So it's easy to kind of just take a little bit of everything and say that you're doing all of that. Um, the big ones though, yeah, I've done a little bit of songwriting. Uh, I wouldn't say that I've made a, a concerted practice of it yet. Um, but we'll see how that goes. I think the something that I've been trying for a while and, and really, you know, coming back to now is just um, allowing myself to live without that expectation of doing things, uh, especially when I'm sitting around at home. It's like, I need to apply for jobs. I need to apply to schools. You know, I need to go do something that's something, you know, so that there's a productive 
aspect to my life. And I think that, uh, yeah, on the one hand, that's definitely true. And, and on the other hand, I think that just allowing myself to be is something that I'm working on. Thanks for sharing your story, Scott. We really appreciate having you on the show. These ideas of being a beginner are not necessarily new. They're just ones that we're starting and working to uncover. Scott had amazing points in terms of talking about self-worth and being able to take up space and to learn new things when you have that in mind. And really, like we reiterated earlier, being a beginner is a mindset, and it's an acknowledgement of exactly where you are. Like him, I'm also learning to just be. I'm learning to be okay with the uncomfortable right now. In a similar vein to what you listened to at the top of the episode, The process of being a beginner is sometimes frustrating. It's messy. But it's one that takes the patience and the recognition and the self-worth to push through the process of being a beginner. Thanks for tuning in for our first full episode of The Beginner's Project. You can find us online at thebeginnersproject.org. Drop us a line. Send us an email. Let us know what you're thinking. What are you a beginner in? You can also find us on Instagram at The Beginners Project. Folks have already started reaching out, letting us know what they're a beginner in. So should you. Reach out. Music this week is from Jazzar, Little Glass Men, and The Kyoto Connection. All music was provided through Free Music Archives. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you here next week.